ask me the questions and we'll just, you know, no question is, yeah, I'd rather answer your questions than, you know, kind of pretend. I, we should do the. That's good. I feel like Anil's going to be the most relaxed of all of us. So, you know, we should just get going. All right. <laughs> I'm Todd Lyons. I'm Natalie Crandall. And I'm Anil Aurora. And this is the Innovate On Demand podcast. Neil Aurora was a career employee of Statistics Canada, reaching the post of Assistant Chief Statistician before moving to management positions in Natural Resources Canada and later Health Canada. Then, in September 2016, he was appointed Chief Statistician of Canada. We're fortunate to have him here in the studio today as our guest. Welcome, Anil. Thank you very much. Thanks it's a pleasure to be with you. This is very exciting. We have uh, quite a few questions prepared for you. I'm just joking. We don't have any questions <laughs> None. prepared for you. Oh, wow. No, we're here at the end to, of the program. Uh, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> we're here to talk a little bit about innovation, uh, transformation, these things in the public service. Yeah. And I guess my my first question that I would ask of you is: So you are heading up Statistics Canada right now? An organization which I think probably traditionally has done things in a similar fashion for a long time. Uh, and what it certainly appears from the outside that you guys are moving and shaking at an incredible rate uh, right now. So maybe you could talk to us a little bit about what does that transformation look like and maybe what are some of the major obstacles and opportunities to do this kind of work in the public service? Well, thank you. I mean, it's, there's a lot there in that question. Um, so first of all, let me dispel any myth that, uh, you know, when you think about stati statisticians or Statistics Canada that, you know, they're kind of set in their ways and they do certain things. Yes, there's no question. There's a rigor, you know, that any kind of framework within which then you, you know, have a definition and you have to stick to it has some rigor built into it. But let me tell you the reason why Statistics Canada you know, um, has been chosen by The Economist as the best statistical agency in the world a couple of times. Uh, you know, why we're invited to be heading up pretty well every kind of major initiative in the statistical world is because we are innovative, um, because we actually kind of take some risks, intelligent risks. And um, what people might not know um, uh, about is, you know, we were the first in the world or the second in the world, I think it was, to adopt the system of national accounts. Um, you know, the, the my sort of predecessor's predecessor, predecessor was the first person to be, you know, uh, chairing the United Nations Statistical Commission because we believed, Canada believed in you know, making sure that the the language of, if you like, trade and, you know, population growth and demographics and so on, you know, were really reflective of our values as Canadians. And so, you know, we're the first ones to actually use some of those very, very complicated machines that do those very complicated uh, calculations in the world. Um, you know, we were, you know, I was privileged to be involved with the first census you know, that had an online response. And, you know, people were like, what, do you, what is this online thing? You know, the internet had just kind of, you know, just was starting to take hold. And uh, we built, you know, integrated systems where people could respond whichever way. And uh, you'd be able to keep track of it for an entire country, you mm -hmm. know, and think about that. So, you know, last census, 
We got, uh, you know, uh, 70% of Canadians, nearly just under 68.9% to be precise as a statistician, <laughs> um, that, um, you know, responded to the census online. That doesn't happen because, you know, you kind of sit back and relax. So, you know, I, I would say we're always building on a culture of, uh, of innovation. And so to your question about, you know, transformation. So what, you know, how do you take it to that next level? And so that's where, you know, I, I think it takes an organization, good leadership, a little bit of resource. But it has this desire of an organization to give more to Canadians um, and to be more present in an, uh, you know, so when you think about society today, you know, everybody's a data producer, you know, and anybody can produce something and put it on the, on the web. And tomorrow, guess what? It's taken as fact. Well, Statistics Canada wants to make sure that when Canadians, whether it's businesses, policymakers, you name it, when they use good information, we want to make sure it comes from an incredible source. We want people to know the limitations and strengths of the data um, and the analysis. And that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that people are, 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 are using good information to make decisions about, you know, their loved ones, you know, their businesses, yeah. because we think that that's going to make a better Canada. That's very interesting. So the world of that in that data world has changed so significantly in that we have so much data now. So how, how do we do that? How, how do we take that? I guess, how do you guys take that leadership role in, in how we, we do that, that best stewardship of that data and, and how do we find and figure out our data? You know, first of all, let me, let me just say, you know, 90% of the data that we have today was just created in the last two years. And if you go back two years, 90% of that was only created in the two years precedent, uh, you know, preceding that. And, when you think about the number of devices, sensors that are being placed in, you know, whether it's cars and under bridges and, you know, your, your, your Fitbits and, you know, other sort of devices and so on, data are just about to explode. So if you think there's a lot today, you know, just wait five years and 10 years and 15 years. Um, you know, routinely now I see, you know, you go to a restaurant, uh, you see kids, you know, two, three years old, and they've got an iPad, uh, you know, or, or, or some yeah. sort of a, you know, smart uh, device. And guess what? Uh, there's nobody teaching them. No. They're just clicking and trying and, you know, doing things. So on the one hand, you're going to see data just completely, you know, just, just overwhelm us. And it already is doing that, yeah. by the way. And you see a next generation that only knows how to do data and digital. And they have expectations that everything is going to be data and digital. That combination, if you like, of increased expectations and the data uh, is just yearning uh, for us as a society to say, how do we get better at it? Um, how do we do it responsibly? How do we do it in ways that there's quality baked into it, mm-hmm. that we're not you know, uh, being duped by biases in our data sources? And so it's yearning for expertise. It's yearning for infrastructure. And guess what? The innovation uh, that we are uh, seeing now, I think we're just at the cusp of that. And you're going to see new applications, new ways of doing things, deeper insights. Um, and, you know, when you, when, when you think about, you know, so you say, well, what does that all have to do with Statistics Canada? So as organizations start to wake up to the reality, okay, and some are a little further along the way than, than perhaps others, but when you see organizations that are struggling with some of the basic things about, you know, what is metadata? What is anonymized data? What is synthetic data? What is microdata? What is aggregate data? And so on, so on, so on. You see an organization like Statistics Canada, okay, that has now been around, okay, for 101 years. And guess what we do and do it arguably better than anybody else in the world. We know how to manage data. 
and we know how to do it responsibly. We know how to link things. We know how to you know, have good governance of data. We know what data management uh, looks like. We have entire divisions for things you know, that uh, organizations struggle with saying, well, how are we going to manage uh, you know, data acquisition, for example? So this is you know, where I think the country... Uh, can benefit, if you like, from uh, an organization like ours. And that's what the public service is about, right? Being helpful. And so, yes, we know our, our core business is always about you know, uh, producing official statistics, uh, right. but our mandate to unduplicate, to actually bring harmony uh, uh, within the federal family, within other, across governments, across our society, uh, is uh, absolutely aligned to being helpful in uh, uh, being able to uh, uh, help organizations get better insights, unlock the value that's hidden in their in, in their in their data stores, and so this is the kind of information that we're putting on our website. We're doing partnerships with the school, you know, on digital academies. We're creating modules. We're creating data sets so that we, as a society, can get better at it, become more numerate and literate, and we can draw out the value of that data. We're, we're, we're working on developing standards on data access and data sharing so that we can have responsible use. We can, in fact, get greater insights and greater utility while mm -hmm. protecting privacy and confidentiality. That's great. I've noticed that uh, a lot of people have mentioned their partnerships with Statistics Canada in the context of things we've talked about uh, even here today at the data conference. So it is certainly evident that uh, StatsCan is out there supporting a lot of the data science work that's happening in government. So what are some of the some of the opportunities as a as a public service, you know, writ large that we could kind of uh, take advantage of that? How how do people well get there? First of all, you know, we're we're honored. Um to be an active part of this conference. As you know, we were one of the founders, yes. uh, you know, in, in previous years of this. Uh, and this is exactly what, you know, my vision was, was that we were going to, you know, kick it off, create that capacity, and we we're going to, you know, hand it over to others uh, and still work in partnership with them uh, to create this enriched ecosystem within the federal government yeah. uh, of, of, of better utilization, better, uh, you know, data um, uh, um, uh, responsible uh, responsibility and stewardship and so on. So I think it's a collective responsibility. And to your point about sort of what's the, what is the future hold like, uh, you know, and, and, and so on, I think it is just incredibly rich with insights that we are going to gleam because we can now responsibly share data, you know, across the federal government, across different levels of government in ways that we have we haven't even imagined. The kinds of things that we're doing with the province of British Columbia to understand labor market trends in education because we can now link data sets while protecting, you know, privacy and, and, and confidentiality. Um, these are the kinds of insights that we would have never been able to do without that, that partnership model. The kinds of things that we're doing with Saskatchewan on recidivism and, and indigenous populations and what some of the models are of interventions that would perhaps address some of these long held issues, uh, you know, are, are, are really fascinating. The kind of work that we've done on opioids and looking at data of people that have uh, unfortunately passed away, but when you start to you know trace their histories back by linking justice and health data and so on, you get a much much richer portrait, if you like, of of you know people who are leaving a digital trace even while you know they've lost their lives, so they can serve as illustrative examples to save you know uh, more lives by better policy interventions and so on. So um, I think we're just at the cusp of insights. 
that we never had before so that policymakers can then understand better what are the levers they have and actually be able to measure the you know the 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 um, the, the, if you like, the impact of their interventions. Uh, and, and, you know, I think, you know, similar kinds of things are available on the, uh, uh, you know, to us on the regulatory side of things. I mean, you know, the data streams that we're getting now by having animals being, you know, uh, in, you know, implanted with a chip by, you know, mm-hmm. when they're born, we have everything about as a society. Um, you know, what if we were to use that data to, you know, create a competitive edge for Canadian producers? Uh, in the international markets to showing us as being responsible producers of, of products and, and and so on. So I think we're just at the cusp. Uh, other countries, I would say, are, are leading in some sense. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I believe that Canada can be uh, a true leader on on these domains. And I think it starts with, you know, the federal government uh, working collaboratively, uh, you know, to try and harness these kinds of advantages. And so Statistics Canada is a small part of enriching yeah. that ecosystem. And so certainly, you know, my commitment is that we'll be there to help uh, while we, uh, you know, uh, are, are doing our, our kind of business of providing those insights, you know, through that, uh, as I said, responsible use of data. It's very interesting how uh, a lot of the conversations today keep coming back to uh, this is all about the, the various perspectives and the collaboration. We had a previous guest who said it's not a government problem, it's a governance problem. Well, look, it's, it's an about opportunity. How we work. Well, yes. Yeah. Or, or and, and, you know, it's a, it's a full contact sport, yeah. as I say, but it's also a team <laughs> sport. You know, data right. are data are powerful. Information is powerful. You know, people define their worth by you know what insights or what data they put out. So yeah. I get it. I, I get it that on the you know these are these conflicting kinds of things. You know, on the one hand. There's an innate desire to, you know, uh, uh, to distinguish and separate using information and so on. On the other hand, there's this innate desire to, you know, collaborate and share uh, and, 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 you know, bring greater insights. Well, guess what? You know, welcome to the messy world. That's right. Uh, that, you know, <laughs> these things have to coexist. Um, my aim, as I said, as an institute, leader of an institution that's just uh, amazing is how do we do it in a way that we have quality embedded in it that, you know, we don't do, uh, you know, damage to, you know, by, by thinking the data is saying yeah. something else when it means something else. So that expertise, you know, in things that, you know, most people may not necessarily sort of think about as, you know, perhaps the most, you know, sexy part of this whole business uh, is really the most important part of this business. You know, that, that, how do you classify data? How do you make sure that you know about the biases? What are the metadata? What are the restrictions? There's no sense in mixing up two data sources, um, you know, when one is only for adults and the other one's the entire population, thinking that it's representing the same thing, right? So those are the kinds of things that we, we need to avoid. Um, and that's only going to happen because we're going to get better at asking the right questions and having the infrastructure and having the expertise to, you know, to do well with it. So, you know, as you, as I said earlier, you know, the data is going to explode, but also the use of that data through, you know, machine learning and artificial intelligence, because yeah, they yeah. are voracious eaters, if you like, yeah. of, of, of data. The more you push in them, the better, right? Well, if you don't know the characteristics or the limitations of that data, we could actually come out of there, uh, uh, you know, with, with erroneous kinds of results. And we certainly don't want to do that. Oh, that's right. I'm still stuck on thinking of your original statistic where you're saying that, you know, 90% of the data we have available today was generated in the last two years. So what we have today is only 10% of what we're going to have in two years. Well, I, is kind of you know, maybe. It is, I, it, I don't know if we yeah, go on we'll that see. scale. Yeah, we'll um, see. But, you know, I, I, you know, it's the, the, the kind of projections that have been put out there in terms of, you know, sensors and devices and so on spewing data. No. You know, it'll be in all forms, sizes and shapes, and some of it will be very technical in nature and scientific in nature. 
Um, you know, but this is, you know, this is, you know, some people think this is something that's new in the sense, but it is, it, what's happening is that the velocity and the volume and the veracity of this is changing. Um, but, you know, the use of data in clinical trials, for example, to come at, you know, statistical models of, you know, the, the risk and the benefit, you know, the harm risk benefit kind of equation, uh, that's nothing new in, in the scientific world using data to come at, you know, is this a correlation that, you know, uh, you know, fits a statistical model or not? That's nothing new. So the use of responsible data in applications is, is not new in itself. But what we are seeing is an explosion, if you like, where, um, that use of data is disrupting old business models, uh, disrupting organizations, and it's creating new wealth. It's creating new uh, ideas and, uh, and opportunities. So, so yeah, I, I do believe that we're at the cusp. Um, how much of it will be usable and how much will we be able to consume and, you know, move our society and our economies forward? Well, we'll see. I mean, those are the challenges that uh, we have to overcome, right? Yeah. For sure. Um, I have one small question that uh, Val Valeria Sosa, who's normally my co-host but is yeah. on uh, on leave right now, uh, sent along, and she specifically was curious about your role uh, as a deputy minister, deputy minister level, as our s- chief statistician. Um, how? What are some of the, I guess, best opportunities that you have to have that impact and that influence to open this space up for the people who work in your organization? Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dual thing, right? So, I mean, being at the deputy tables, um, uh, uh, you know, certainly gives me, uh, the ability to open some doors, um, that, you know, perhaps others may, may struggle a bit. Uh, my ability to, you know, phone up one of my colleague deputies and, you know, have a conversation about a collaborative partnership and so on to, you know, see how we can share, um, uh, you know, from data to, to you, yeah. wh- whatever have you is something that is a, a privilege. Um, uh, but it's, it's, it goes with a huge responsibility, you know, so how do we do it in a way that respects, you know, um, the utility, the privacy, you know, we, we, we want to be very, very mindful that as a, as an entire system, we clearly have, you know, regulatory roles, you know, where, uh, there is no question that, you know, sharing of data, uh, uh, doesn't really, you know, uh, it has to be done with extreme, extreme caution. We're not building surveillance states to the, you know, to, to, you know, to some people's kind of, you know, um, uh, uh, kind of fears, right? I mean, we are, uh, you know, we are building systems that, on the one hand, you know, protect that, you know, fundamental, if you like, uh, uh, um, um, you know, expectation of citizens um, that we're not going to, you know, we're, we're not going to use the data in, 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 you know, ways that are unethical. Um, so I think we have an opportunity as leaders to demonstrate that we are in it only for the public good. You know, we're, we're, we're not out there to make money. We're not out there to market and we're not out there to kind of, you know, do things that, you know, we'll leave to others. Not that those are, you know, terrible goals or anything like that, but we, but we have a singular focus. You know, how do we make our society and our economy run better? And how do we have insights that, you know, policymakers and others, uh, uh, you know, have information uh, to use response. So as a deputy, you know, that ability to, to, you know, build that kind of responsible access and responsible use is something that I take very, very seriously. 
And then, yeah, absolutely. It comes with the um, ability to move resources, to, you know, to set governance, to, uh, you know, set a particular direction and a vision. Um, and again, that comes with a, it's, it's very exciting to see when, you know, your vision and your idea starts to shake, take shape and it yeah. starts to have some resonance and people feel, yeah, it's valued. Um, but, you know, it comes with a, it, with a deep sense uh, of, of responsibility because, you know, change and change management can be quite stressful. Uh, you know, to to people. So, how do you, as a leader, you know, uh, ensure that an organization, you know, sees uh, that you know w- w- we will work together. We're there to make sure, you know, that they have the resources that are that are going to be needed to make that change. Um, that they have a supportive culture. You know, that when ideas germinate, you know, we're there as uh, an organization working together as colleagues to see if we can get the best out of that and remove the obstacles out of the way rather than to, you know, to, to kill the idea. So like I said, it's a, yeah, yeah. Being a deputy, you know, has, has certain sort of advantages uh, and that role comes with it, but it also has equally uh, a huge set of responsibilities. So yeah. it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's a dual responsibility that I certainly take seriously. And I know, uh, you know, my colleagues take very seriously as well. So we're working, you know, so when we think, think about things like the data strategy for the federal government, uh, you know, and we build it together, uh, it's, you know, it is something that as a community we take seriously, uh, as leaders. Uh, and, and we are committed to, you know, making sure that it's, uh, carried out in a responsible way. It's interesting to think that a lot of people at the working level, who want to push and work in that innovation space see themselves as requiring the cover from their senior leaders to have the space and time that they need to do that work. Um, and so it was, it's, it's very interesting to see it from the other side. And I can see that it would be very, uh, very anchored in that, you Look, know, that, that, uh, that responsibility, accountability yeah. of, of making it work and, yeah. you know, ensuring that the people working for you are, you know, are able I, to do that. you know, I, I think most deputies would, would, would agree with the comment that, you know, we own every, you know, we own the, we own, if you like, the, you know, the, the, the kind of actions of our, our, of our departments. Yes, we know that there's a ministerial accountability and, and in, in, in our kind of parliamentary system, there's accountabilities that we have to respect. But we deputies, uh, you know, and heads of organizations take those responsibilities very, very seriously. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, we, we don't want to take stupid risks, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, but on the other hand, uh, we want to take intelligent risks. We want to, we know that failure is always a, is this something that we have to be mindful of? <clears throat> we need to make sure that those failures don't end up hurting anybody. Um, and that, you know, we are transparent and that we build a trust with citizens, with our colleagues across. Um, so, you know, that, that role of the deputy can sometimes be a bit, uh, lonely and challenging. And, and sometimes you have to kind of shoulder, uh, you know, when things don't go, uh, exactly as, as planned. But I think most Canadians, you know, would like us to take intelligent risks to kind of move, uh, you know, the R sticks for because they know that Canada, you know, isn't where it is because we just kind of sat and, and, and did nothing. Um, so I, I think most Canadians would be fine if, as long as we're transparent about things that we tried, you know, when they worked out and when they didn't and that, you know, we're, 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 we're acting responsibly and that we're learning from those failures. So yeah, being the head of an organization, you know, comes with it. Um, you know, some of those special, if you like, responsibilities. And we're always trying to say, how do we, kind of inculcate that uh, culture and, you know, through the public service, through our individual areas. 
And I think we're doing a, you know, this is exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to say build partnerships, understand some of the limitations, you know, build some of the mechanisms to better manage risk um, and use response, use resources and data um, that, you know, citizens uh, have given us with the kind of care, uh, uh, you know, uh, that, that they deserve. And I, and I think by and large, an organization like ours, for example, this is what we do. We trade in privacy, right? We take a little bit of data, you know, turn it into insights, and then we, you know, lock it down. You yeah. know, so so this is something that you know we're we're quite comfortable doing. There's a law that prevents us from you know misabusing it and so on. Um, so those you know those responsibilities of access come with real legal obligations of of protection. So those responsibilities have to be inherent, uh, and that culture has to be propagated, you know, by the most senior levels. So. Thank you. Maybe, um, I think we just have a couple minutes left, uh, sure. but I was wondering if there was, you know, maybe one file or something that you guys are working on that you just love and you wanted to tell us a little bit about or give us maybe a sneak peek for next year's census on something that'll be new or interesting. If you, something you want to, or a piece of advice you want to leave us with? Yeah, I mean, there are <laughs> so many innovative projects that are, uh, currently underway, um, you know, um, uh, you know, most people have heard about our cannabis crowdsourcing and the use of wastewater to get at legal versus illegal, you know, uh, portions, if you like, of cannabis consumption in, 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 in different parts of the country. If you haven't, you know, you, you might want to go to our website and have a look. We regularly now produce statistics on, on, on this using these kinds of new methods. But, uh, you know, another area that we've been working on is, you know, how do we collect the, the, the vast amount of information that we get from agricultural operators without, um, uh, ultimately our goal is to produce the same, if not better quality and detail of information without asking a single question of, of, uh, of farmers. Mm. So we're using satellite imagery, which now is so good. Um, uh, the resolution is such that we can actually differentiate the crop that is being, um, uh, uh, you know, planted by, uh, uh, by farmers and what the yields are. We can calculate them using, you know, satellite imagery and working with the, you know, crop insurance, uh, companies. Uh, and we're trying to, you know, build this win-win kind of, um, uh, you know, partnerships. We're doing work with our colleagues at CFIA to, uh, and the Pork Council to say, okay, what, what, what can we do to kind of, you know, uh, track, if you like, the piglet all the way to, uh, you know, the, the, the market. So, you know, we have a sense of sort of what, you know, what, what that might offer from a health and safety perspective, uh, and a regulatory and a competitiveness kind of perspective. So these are, these are, you know, um, through these kind of collaborative things, we're getting better statistics, uh, out to real users and clients, which then can have a positive impact, uh, on, on the industry. Um, but it's also bringing us closer together as public servants and colleagues in saying, you know, how can we get, you know, how, how can we kind of build those, if you like, um, that expertise and, you know, being more responsibly, uh, using data that we've got, which is essentially siloed and locked away. And so we're saying, okay, how, how do we work horizontally so that we can create greater value, new ways of doing things, innovative ways of uh, bringing greater value to Canadians? Wonderful. Great. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks. you. You've been listening to Innovate On Demand, brought to you by the Canada School of Public Service. Our music is by Grapes. I'm Todd Lyons, producer of this series. Thank you for listening. Thank you.